Leviticus 15 podcast, where you'll receive Bible study tools and tips in just 15 minutes. Hey guys, this is the Focus 15 podcast with Chris Orr and my wife Katie Orr. Hey there. And today we are covering the question of how do I begin to study my Bible? This is episode 3 of season 2. So how do I begin to study my Bible? Alright, well, do you think there are a lot of people that don't know how to study the Bible? Okay, so let's put it this way. Um, If you were dropped on a desert island and all you had was a Bible, are you confident... No cell phone service. Yeah, no cell phone service, no way of escape. Um, You know, you and Tom Hanks and and Wilson, they're on the island with the Bible. Um, Could you, in that scenario, read your Bible and study it in such a way that you we're able to grow spiritually from it. Mm-hmm. And I think that um, most Christians, if they were honest, would say no, mm-hmm. that they're not quite there. Um, and, and so uh, if that's you and you say, I, I don't know that I'm there, um, I think you're in the you're actually in the majority. Mm-hmm. Um, and our goal is not to keep you there, but to, to help you move on. Um, but also we want to, if this is, something that you're like, I already know all this stuff. Well, hopefully this will be a resource for you to use elsewhere and coach other people uh, as to how to study their Bible. Because even if you know it, that doesn't mean everybody else in your church or in your uh, in your workplace or in your home group or, or people that you know are going to know these things. And so mm-hmm. maybe it's just a resource that you can pass on to somebody else. Yeah. So we have three tips for today. I'm sure we could probably have come up with four or five different ones, but these were just kind of... The- our heart for today. And the first one is to just start somewhere. I think that we often get uh, caught up with trying to figure out the best way to do it. And it's got to be this one and this one, this one, you know, we, we get wrapped up in perfectionism and idealism and trying to do it just right. But the reality is just start somewhere. And there's really two ways that you could start. One is to study a book of the Bible or two is to study a topic of the Bible. Yeah, and let's pause right there. So if, if you're somebody and you never picked up a Bible before, so the Bible is one book, but it's made up of 66 individual books. Mm-hmm. So 39 in the Old Testament, 27 in the New Testament. And so when we say a book of the Bible, we mean one of those smaller books, not the entire book mm-hmm. of the Bible. But so, so it's a one option. The first option would be to, to find a book and to start studying it from beginning to end. That would be one option. Mm-hmm. And of those two, we would suggest start starting with a book of the Bible. I think it's very tempting to start with a topical study and say, I want to learn everything that I can learn about happiness or, you know, peace, peace or whatever. And although those can be great studies, that's going to be a bit more of an advanced option. And so if you have already, if you already know a lot about the Bible and you have done some Bible study of books of the Bible on your own, then maybe try out the topical studies. But if you have not, stick with a book. And um, we we would suggest something like John or Ephesians or Romans. Uh, Really, there's lots of other ones, but probably something in the New Testament because the Old Testament has so many different cultural things that you've got to understand more so than the the New Testament, although there's certainly cultural relevancies there. But we were trying to think of what would be the most kind of the a big get a win under your belt <laughs> and and study something like John, Ephesians, or Romans. Yeah, and so we're not trying to suggest that there are some books, some books of the Bible, some parts of the Bible that are uh, more inspired or or, or more. 
uh, godly than other parts, but there's going to be some that are going to be easier to study than others, and those are the ones we want to point you to. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, for instance, uh, if you pick up a Bible and you go to Leviticus, um, there's going to be a lot of stuff in there that makes you raise an eyebrow, um, and you're going to be like, what in the world <laughs> did I get myself into? Uh, same thing with Isaiah. Uh, there's a lot of stuff in Isaiah that would be um, pretty unfamiliar territory mm-hmm. to a uh, to a beginner. Um, but that's but those would be in the Old Testament. But there's also stuff in the New Testament that would kind of be like I don't know what I'm getting myself mm-hmm. in. So like for instance, Revelation, the last book of the Bible, it's a lot of prophecy. It's a lot of end times, apocalyptic um, writing, and there are some very seasoned Christians who. Uh, have very strong um, biblical studies backgrounds who disagree on even the meaning of Revelation. Mm-hmm. So for a person to just open up and be like, I, I want to know the end of the story, um, that's probably not going to be a-, a very helpful place to go at first, um, though may you may one day work up, mm-hmm. work your way up to that point. Yeah. And we'll get into this in further episodes, but John, Ephesians, and Romans are also going to give you a good picture of some of the major themes of the Bible um, grace and redemption and, and who is Jesus. And so those will be great places to start. So what would be the second thing that you would say, Chris? So the second thing, and this in some ways um, you could argue be the most important. Um, of course, they're all, I think all of them are important, so we included them, but uh, would be to have a plan. I think every single person that studies the Bible goes through that phase where you're like, okay, I, I, I'm a believer now. I, I want to study the Bible because I know that's going to help me to grow my faith. And you sit down with a Bible in hand and you just let that thing flop open to a random page <laughs> and you just start reading. Mm-hmm. Next day you sit down and you let it flop open to a different random page and you just start reading. And so uh, that's one of the things we want to avoid. We, won't, we don't just want to like pop around randomly. It's much better to have a plan uh, when you start looking into and studying the Bible. And one of the best ways to, to have that sort of plan uh, would be what uh, Katie has come up with. So Katie, why don't you tell us a little bit about the Focus 15 method and how that will answer the question of how do I have a, a plan as I study? Yeah, so there's there's two threads that we need. We need to have a plan of what we are going to study, like we said, John, Ephesians, Romans. But it can be even more than that. It could be studying all of the Gospels, uh, Matthew, Mark, Luke, John, you know, studying about the life of Christ or studying all the letters of Paul. And I think it's good to have that big goal that's going to take you a long time. Um, but then when we actually get into it, we sit down and actually open the page, the, the Really good Bible study is learning to ask the right questions. And in the Focus 15 method, uh, we take up a a passage of scripture over a week's time. And instead of trying to get through something as quick as possible, we have a plan to be able to peel back the different layers um, in, in the verses that are in front of us. And we start that first with F, which is foundation, and that is... So, fo- sorry, so FOCUS is actually an acronym Yes, here? it's an acronym, yes. Okay, so F, sorry, I interrupted this. So F, F, it stands for foundation, and that's where we're just going to read it. You can read it, you can write it, you can listen to it, but the, the goal here is to slow down and enjoy each word. Um, the next day, you would go back to the same exact verses and we're we're talking maybe 3 to 5 verses it could even just be one it doesn't have to be a lot you don't want to get into 20 verses you want to get into a small chunk of scripture and then begin to ask the questions like what is true about god and that's what observation is we start looking at what do i see here not what does it mean yet just what is on the page are the repeated words 
Are there lots of truths about God? Is there something true about who I am because of Christ? Um, lots of lots of different questions you can ask in observation. Then from there, we move to clarification. And that's where we look at the original Greek or Hebrew. And that's going to be a more advanced option. If you want to take that down a notch a little bit, you could just use your dictionary and look at any big words that you're like, you know what, I'm not sure I'd be able to tell somebody what that means. Just look it up in the dictionary. And the cool thing, most of our phones have an easy way to do that. You can just click click the click the word and it'll open it up into a dictionary in, in lots of different Bible apps. Um, so that's clarification. U is utilization. And that's when we follow the rabbit trails, I like to call them, and look up the cross-references. Yeah, so if you don't know what a cross-reference is, there's, there's going to be little numbers in your Bible um, or little letters, and as you follow those um, those notes, there are going to be other verses in the Bible that deal with that same topic or that same issue. And so as you see the rest of the Bible, what the rest of the Bible has to say about that particular time or, or that particular word or phrase or idea, it'll give you a better understanding of the of the whole counsel of God mm-hmm. on that particular issue. And so utilization day, the U day, is a way to where we're um, kind of getting some outside perspective, but still biblical perspective on, on how other people have used, mm-hmm. uh, other authors in the Bible have used a, a phrase or a concept. Yeah. And then the last day is summation, that's the S, and that's when we learn, when we start to interpret the passage, okay, what is this saying, what's the main idea here, checking it with some commentaries, making sure we came to the right conclusion, and then applying it to our lives and asking more good questions, like what do I need to do as a result of this passage, or how do I need to align my thoughts, my beliefs, uh, to, to better reflect the truths here. And I know we're throwing all this at you in such a, a, a little amount of time, um, but really, there and there are so many other Bible study methods to do, but I, I think part of this have a plan is that you're going to work through a passage on your own, but really, especially if this is your first time and you, you feel ill-equipped to do something like this, we encourage you to find a coach. And so that could be somebody in your church, it could be somebody in your small group, it could be a friend that you know that that it seems like they study the Bible, ask somebody that you know in real life to to coach you on how to study the Bible. If you are intimidated to do that or you really don't have anybody in your life to do that, find a Bible study that can do that for you. And that is what was really revolutionary in my own Bible study journey was doing a Bible study. I didn't realize it was any different than all the Bible studies on the shelf, but I picked up a Bible study by K. Arthur And it went through the Pentateuch, the first five books of the Bible, Genesis, Exodus, Leviticus, Numbers, Deuteronomy. And she teaches you in that that study how to study the Bible on your own. And when I was done with that Bible study, I was able to keep going. And I went on to Joshua, and I went on from there. And so all of my Focus 15 Bible studies are in that vein as well, in which I want to be your Bible coach and to teach you how to study the Bible as we complete the study. So the one thing we want to do here in this have a plan is when you open up the Bible, we want you to have somewhere to go so it's not just like crickets. Now, uh-huh. now, now, what do I do? And so having a plan is going to keep you from from experiencing that. Yeah. So uh, start somewhere, have a plan, and then uh, Katie, what's number three? 
um, have the right mindset. And, you know, there's a couple different things that, that we want to, to point to you in this, but probably the umbrella idea here is a humble spirit. That when you come to God's Word, you kind of have this spirit of and maybe a little bit of, I don't really know what to do here, but I know that God's Word is going to speak. Or I'm not quite sure about this topic, but I want to hear from God you know, in, in this verse. So what are some specific things about having the right mindset as we think about coming humbly? Yeah, so two things that we always want to do. First of all, we want to keep in mind that um, the Bible is the authority on the situation, not me. And so anytime we uh, fail to have that perspective, we're going to come away from our Bible study uh, with something other than what God intended. So we want to make sure that we're always uh, subjecting ourselves to the truth of Scripture rather than subjecting the truth of Scripture to our scrutiny. And so the way I like to picture that is we are under the Word, we're under the authority of the Word, we don't stand in the wor- over the Word in judgment, saying, oh, well, that's not right. God, you're not right on, on this. We always want to hold the Word up over ourselves to where if there's a disagreement, we are the ones that need to change, not the right. Word. So we always want to have the Bible as the authority in the, on the situation. The second thing is we always want to try to figure out what does the Bible uh actually mean? What are the original authors, what do they mean when they wrote this? I think the most one of the most common mistakes that people make is they ask the question, either out loud or just to themselves, what does this verse or what does this passage mean to me? I see that all over the place. That's I see right. that in Bible studies. I see this on Instagram. I see this all sorts of things. Hey, here's this verse. What? It, and I've, I've seen it in small groups too. And whether intentionally or unintentionally, they are doing exactly what you're saying. They're standing over the word instead of under the word when they ask that question. That's right. So the question is not what does the Bible mean to me or what does this passage mean to me? The real question is what does this passage mean? Mm -hmm. And once you get the meaning, then you can apply it in hundreds or thousands of different ways. Um, And so like if you're reading something about purity – well, purity can have many applications, but there's only going to be one meaning to every passage, to every verse, and the the original author's intent. That's the meaning we need to find. And through the Bible study methods that we've talked about and through some other helpful tools that we'll get into in other episodes, we believe that it's possible to uncover the Bible's uh original meaning mm-hmm. um, and uh, and so the more you strive to figure out what did the original author what did Paul mean when he wrote this what did uh, what did John mean when he wrote this um, the the better and closer you are to that original meaning the more you're going to allow the Bible to speak for itself and then you can draw appropriate applications from it but the main question is not what does this mean to me but what does this mean and mm-hmm. then how can I apply it to my life well, if you have any more questions, more specific questions about how to begin to study the Bible on your own, then feel free to email us or uh, connect on social media, and we'd love to answer those questions. Maybe even before that is to, to go to your pastor, go to your Bible study leader, go to somebody that you trust and ask them these questions as well. So thanks for joining us, and we'll see you on the next episode. See you guys. Thanks for listening to this week's episode. If you've enjoyed these tips, share it with a friend. To learn more about Chris and Katie and the Focused 15 ministry, go to Focused15.com. Have a great week.